This episode is brought to you by Flights in Stiletto 2021 Glam Girl Beach Towel. Already a top favourite amongst A-listers, Flights in Stiletto is created by entrepreneur and author Kenyatta E. Gray is all about inspiring realistic and sophisticated women worldwide of all shapes and sizes by enhancing her travel style and putting their best selves forward. Not only has Flights in Stiletto been spotted globally from celebrities such as Claire Salmons or Fashion Bomb Daily, If you're listening from New York City, you may have spotted the amazing billboard in Times Square. What's greater than travelling glamorously, travelling in style with Flights in Stilettos, Glam Girl Beach Towel. Flightsinstilettos.com Now let's head into this week's episode. Welcome back, beautiful people. We only fool be best to bring you an amazing guest. She's an actress, presenter, and a disability activist. You have to fall back in love with what you've got, and you've got to be grateful. What I love about her is not only does she speak frankly when it comes to disability rights, she's very open about dealing with mental health issues. Like I, I want people to, you know, have a good life, and I'm trying to create that. Yeah. I've got my own struggles and battles myself. She refuses to let anything get in her way. Without further ado, let's give a huge welcome to the Rebecca Davi show, Samantha Rank. How are you, Samantha? Oh, I'm really well. Thank you for getting my last name right. Like, no one does. So I'm going to give you a gold star straight oh, away. thank you, Sam. <laughs> what do they usually say? They usually say Renke or something. Renke, Renke. Ah. I, think, I think in high school I was Renke. Oh, Renke. That's, oh that's wow okay doing. I don't think I was ever Sam it was like Renky um so yeah that's fine um but um but yeah it's a tricky one isn't it so I, it's, it's nice that you actually got it right I don't know whether I've got like a Wikipedia where you can press on the button you know it says I don't even know you know what you know what I mean like when you can't pronounce something you go online it yes yes words it out for you. I need one of them don't I how are you Sam how's your day going how have you been during lockdown mm. how's everything going for you yeah, so um, today I'm pretty exhausted and it's, it's funny, isn't it? I've had a really productive day, but one of those days where uh, I went I went out yesterday with my mum. My mum's visiting at the moment and we went to the zoo, went to London Zoo. And then uh, it's just typical. I forgot to put my out of hours, you know, email. Yeah. And then I came back, I came back home. We came back home about 4 p.m. And my emails, it was like, you know, when you're having a slight meltdown, oh, I was like, wow, I have just, and a lot of emails go, Sam, Sam, can you, uh, can you, can you, can you do this? Or, you know, like about five different emails. I was like, yes. oh my days. So I, I mean, I shouldn't complain because it's always great being busy. And I realized that a lot of people really struggled this past 18 months. And in a way, you know, the fact that everything's gone virtual has has been to my benefit in many ways, particularly with my consultancy and, you know, talking about disability. It's, you know, it, it's I've been able to do that and really branch out and offer my services, um, you know, virtually. So it's been fantastic for me, uh, particularly because I do struggle with um, anxiety and, and leaving not leaving the house because I won't say it's that extreme, but you know, kind of going from A to B. There's a lot to think about when you're a wheelchair user and a wheelchair user who who's got brussel bones. You know, is the venue going to be accessible? Is the taxi driver going to be helpful enough to help me in and out of the taxi? You know, are people going to assist me if you know I need some assistance? Is my PA available to come with me? So there's just a lot that you've got to juggle. So the fact that I can sit here now with my tracky bottoms on and a and a posh blouse, you know, and have meetings. 
has been very much a godsend, not only for my physical well-being, but also, you know, my mental kind of well-being as well. I've used this time during lockdown to really create awareness Mm, of, of the, pro- the barriers disabled people face you know now we all go back to normal I'm asking people like don't forget about disabled people don't mm. forget how you felt when you couldn't go out you know but it's really made me reevaluate what I want to do and where I want to be and what's important in life and I think a lot of people have kind of reevaluated uh throughout lockdown and for me again I want I mean you could probably hear birds in the background but what I do is I put on the TV for my cats, I put YouTube on with birds. Oh, like the meditation Yeah. Oh my God, I love it, yeah. <laughs> I pretend it's for the cats because they quite they quite like going up on the TV and like, you know, trying to attack them. Well, I quite like it. It zends me out quite a lot. Uh, do you know what I love, Sam, about you? The fact that you seize every opportunity. I mean, I, do you know what? I have my moments. I don't want to come across as holier than now. There's definitely, like, so, so for example, my agent said, oh, um, they want you on Celebrity Mastermind. And my, my, um, I'm really quite bad at retaining information. And my, I love the Kardashians. I'd rather watch them than the news. So, like, you know, I really have quite, like, a really shallow side where I just love fashion and, you know, don't really get too invested in, like, current affairs. But, I mean, if I, I can do it if I want to, but I just don't. I choose not to. So I even said to him, I was like, no, I'd totally embarrass you if I went on. on, on and that's not me being modest. I'd just, like, absolutely, like, be like, don't know really don't know uh and that's quite that's quite a bad thing to say but so there's definitely moments where I'm like no you know like I I just don't I just don't have the time energy or inclination to give that that's, a go that's good in a way Sam because to have that boundary because you you can't say yes to everything mm. can you absolutely absolutely and I you know and I think that there's some opportunities where I think gosh come on Sam get that fire back and just push yeah, yourself but yeah. like you said I think what I've learned you know my I've got some health issues at the moment I've some um my legs aren't doing too well and that's happened in the past couple of years and you know I'm 35 now like you said you know, not to sound like a grandma but you know I, I've I've just like I just need to I want to slow down a little bit whereas before oh, yeah. and I think this was you know again being a a, a disabled woman you have this pressure of constantly pushing pushing you've got to prove yourself and you've got to you know um you know say yes like you said say yes to everything and particularly in the creative industry because it's that whole thing of well if you want to say no we'll go to someone else yeah but I, th- no, I think it's naturally you know. within you though Sam because I could I could yeah. tell something about you you're 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 grafty you don't stop you want more mm. you don't get complacent no, and I enjoy life and I enjoy the experience that I have. And I, you know, like everything, like I do, I do things that excite me, you know what I mean? I, I would say 98% of the things that I have in my life now, or I do in my life, it's because I get a kick out of it or I'm helping someone else or I, I'm like, yeah, this is making change or, you know, and also, yeah, or this is making me a lot of money, do you know what I mean? So like, I, I'm definitely driven in that sense. And also I lost a parent when I was very young. My father passed away suddenly when I was nine, he had a brain hemorrhage. And I think something that, like that really resonates with you. You know, people kind of think that when you're disabled, that that's your driving force. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I suppose it is in some respect, but I think actually, you know, losing a parent and seeing, you know, someone like, you know, someone, he was 38, I believe, so um, you know, seeing, yeah, baby, I'm 35 now. So that's kind of scary, but, you know, seeing someone's kind of life just be taken away so mm-hmm. quickly, you know, that kind of sticks with you and that pushes you forward, you know, and I am sure, you know, people listen to this who have experienced similar, you know, I think you kind of, you shoulder this, 
this it's not a burden at all it's a pleasure it's an honor uh you you shoulder this you know I'm going to do it because you're not here mm-hmm. and you know I've been given life and you you were cut short and you know I came from you <laughs> so I'm gonna you know um do as much as I can to honor honor your your life and and like just go for it you know I wanted to prove people wrong I think when you're disabled you or because you said you know right at the beginning um you know and despite you know the disability whatever and that is a common a common kind of idea that that your disability should hold you back and it's like yeah it, it can do but not because of your disability it's actually the environment I obviously experienced discrimination yeah. back in Lancashire but I think I went from university to a postgrad then back into the school system so I was I was a little bit in a cocoon you know and I live I lived I lived on independently but I lived down the road from my mom and I had friends and you know, so I was I was a little bit in the bubble. Then I decided to quit everything and move to London. And I didn't have a job, and I started volunteering at Action for Children, who were great. But obviously, you know, I can't magically make a, a paid position there appear. So I started, you know, looking for other play uh, um, paid uh, employment. And at that point, even though I came to London to work in the charity sector because I was a trustee for the British Bone Society became a point where my my savings were dwindling because I was constantly in Mayfair living it up um <laughs> and um so I started advertising you know going to jobs and I was finding it really problematic I you know I didn't have a care assistant so I was you know going going to these job interviews rocking up you know and I always disclose my disability I think it's important I mean it's up to the individual but for me it was important I did for from a safety perspective yeah, you yeah. know to be like hi I'm coming with brittle bones I'm on a wheelchair user so please being mindful of that um but you know I'd get there and the lift would be out or even if the lift wasn't out you could literally see the people interviewing me looking me up and down I just go oh god how much is she gonna cost us oh god we don't you know we don't have an accessible bathroom or what about this what about that so it was a little bit like I was set up for failure a lot of the places I was going for and then you had the added you know kind of you're a woman as well and then you you used to be a teacher and then why why all of a sudden have you quit your teaching job and you want to go and work in PR or you want to do an internship like people didn't quite get that but for me I'm a grafter you know and I I, I like you know I can work my way up it was a struggle and then I by chance I went to a house party housewarming party and there was a lot of TV people there and I've always loved acting I've always been one of them quite annoying children that was like yeah my acting dreams were kind of quashed by my acting coach who at the time said, you know, people like you wouldn't get very far. But it might have been harsh what she said to me, but she was right, you know. I think her exact words were because um, we had quite a large Asian population in, in Lancashire. And I think what she said was people like you, disabled, and people mm-hmm. who are Asian won't get very far. And, you know, they were really, really cutting and they've stuck with me clearly because I'm talking about it now. But she was absolutely bang on. I mean, I've just come from a meeting now talking about representation or the lack thereof of dis- disabled on-screen talent. So this is a fight that we're still fighting now. But yeah, I was really struggling. Went to this house party. I met someone called Max Barber, who was a director, producer. And he went, He, I think he was just a bit fascinated by me. I think I was literally like the first physically disabled person he met and not in a grotesque way or in a fetish way or anything like that but I just think he was mesmerized by me he's one of my closest friends now we've got a production company together called Born This Way Media um I promise we've not nicked it from Lady Gaga we might have done a little 
and um, but yeah so we came up with this concept to do a small indie so independent film it was supposed to just be like a, a really short film and then we it, it turned into a feature film and I won some awards in America for it and I think the rest is history but you know my my charity work was still really important and I volunteered at a lot of charities um scope being one of them who I'm now um ambassador for and I just said yes to everything if they if they had like a campaign and they needed someone to do a radio show or go on Sky News or do something, I was like, yeah, I'll do it. And I, I just, that. you know, I just, I just um, figured out how to do it when I was there. <laughs> so yeah. And then, and then obviously just from that, I've, I've kind of created my empire. <laughs> so I think everything happens for a reason. And I don't mean to be flippant when I say that, but I, do, I definitely do um, because I came back round to it. I think, I think, you know, the, the teacher telling me that now is why I'm vocal about inclusion now. And I, and I share those words, those hurtful words. I share them like places like this or in interviews. Mm. And it pushes me to, you know, highlight that that was like, what, 15, 20 years ago. And we're still having this conversation now. So actually, she was doing me a favor because yeah, she, was just yeah. show, she actually showed that um, things are, you know, that she showed discrimination. Mm. Um, and she showed that that dark side of life I'm so curious to know Sam what is your philosophy on life do things that make you happy that's not always going to work out because you've got to pay bills and you've got to you know kind of keep the momentum going but I definitely think say yes to things and, and take risks but don't do it to any detriment to yourself and just do things that make you happy like there's yeah, I've been asked to do programs like the Undatables and all these kind of things, and they just don't sit right with me. And at the time when I've been asked to do these shows, they probably would have been extremely good for my presence and my social media and, you know, my, uh, yeah, my, my fame. But I said no to them. And I think it's just believing in yourself. I struggle with um, um, imposter syndrome. It's very common in women um, and people in TV. So I definitely have my doubts and I definitely sit there and go wow I can't do this and I get into my head so you know but yeah take risks say yes to things and um believe in yourself I do a lot more meditation now and I do a lot of more manifesting I'm big on that as well and manifesting Mm -hmm. so it's a tricky one because uh, you know all these kind of words have been taken and they've been kind of like you know I don't know the heart of it I mean these these philosophies have been around for millions of years so it's nothing new but I think I think people have jumped on the bandwagon of manifestation and gratitude and sometimes people go whatever that's all woke kind of things but if you look at you know the essence of it it you know it is just about core belief before coming to London I had one friend one friend we used to live in in Lancashire together and he moved to London for university Long story short, we kind of reconnected and he said, come to London. So for about a year and a half to two years, every couple of months, I would come and visit London just for a weekend, shopping, go to a club, just kind of like enjoy being uh, in my 20s. And so I had quite a narrow view of London. It was glamorous and it was partying and it was, you know, shopping and fabulous. But but every time I manifested or every time I visualised, sorry, uh, being in London, it was none of them things. It was oh, wow. me. Com- it was me coming out of a 
accessible home into an accessible taxi. And I just kept having this vis- vision because I was like, if I ever want to move to London, I'm not going to be partying. I'm going to be living in London. Yeah, I'm going to be eating, going to the loo, showering, you know, like everything is going to be happening. It's going to be my day. And I need to practically understand what that looks like living on my own away from family and friends so I just kept having this vision over and over again of me getting out of a you know like a a home with no with no steps you know or stairs and into a taxi with a ramp I just kept visualizing that and and I think that's you know I think that is the power of visualization you have to fall back in love with what you've got and you've got to be grateful and you've got to take each day so I've now got in my frame of mind going do you know what if this is my lot and I'm stuck here, I need to embrace it and love it. And ever since I kind of just went, right, Sam, fall back in love with your accessible home because you fought yeah. for it, things have started to move with me Always. finding my own forever home, yes. you know, in the sense that I've, I've started saving money. I had a meeting with a mortgage broker, right? You know what I mean? So now that I've kind of made peace with where I am and don't resent it, things start to, you know, my, I'm manifesting. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I love that. The power <laughs> of the mind. Whenever I talk about this, I don't want to say like, I'm always like this and I do everything right. And I, you know, no, I don't. No I have, I have, exactly. <laughs> I have some, I have some, like, I'll go like a month of doing, being really, being really kind to myself and doing lots of things like mindful moments and gratitude. Mm-hmm. And then I'll go like a month with like being just really, really grumpy and just not not eating properly, sleeping properly. So it's definitely a roller coaster. Yeah, but I would, you know. Yeah, that no, no, I'm glad you said that, Sam, because that's that's about and and that's another thing why I think people are drawn to you so much as well, because of your authenticity, you know, <laughs> and, and it's so important to be real. A lot of people are like, okay, I'm like this every day. No, I ate so much crap this week. Yeah, and I was honest about it. And I think that's so important, especially when it comes to being self-aware. You had a crap mm-hmm. week this week. But then, you know, next week is going to be mm-hmm. a great week because you're aware of the rubbish you had. Exactly. No, exactly. I, I just, I, you know, I, I do. And I know it sounds a bit, when you say it out loud, it sounds a little bit like, oh, God, that's again being like so millennial or whatever. But, you know, I do try and be authentic. But I think that's just because mm. I just, I don't have the energy to fabricate anything. Does that make sense? Like, hundred percent. Yeah. I don't have. I don't have the. <laughs> I'm not, my short term memory is pretty rubbish anyway. So even if I like lied about something, I probably won't even remember what remember lie I said. <laughs> so there's no point doing that. And it's like you know what I mean. So I just and I don't physically have the energy to make myself look any more glamorous or. Or, you know, and I expect, and don't get me wrong, again, I I went for a phase of doing that. High school, mm. definitely did. College, I definitely did, you know, put this persona of X, Y, and Z. But, you know, the past 10 years and even just five years, to be honest, I'm just like, I don't. I just, if you don't like me, I don't like oh you. Oh, my don't God, like Sam. Me. That's it. <laughs> no, no, honestly, that's it. I love that. I want to talk about the Maltesers advert. <laughs> Can you believe that's four years ago? Random. Four years. I know. Four years. Seriously. Mm. How time is flying by so, so quickly. I know. Goodness. I know. It's, uh, it's very good for me because um, as an actor, I think so a lot of people are under the assumption that literally I'm a, I was a wheelchair user. I was going around the, down the street and someone grabbed me and went, hey, you'll do for the advert. But I actually had like an audition. I had a callback. I had a proper, uh, mm. you know, like that, that was just like a... Um, 
as any actor would do, you know. Um, but it was great, you know, visibility um, was amazing. Attitude towards disability definitely changed me from doing, sorry, my cat's like attacking my mum. It's very off-putting, very <laughs> cute, but um, very off-putting. So, yeah, if only you could all see what I could see right now. Uh, yeah, so it was great, you know, for visibility, but, you know, th- that was four years ago. And what what have we seen since that has been so groundbreaking disability-wise? Mm-hmm. What have we? Can you, men- can you name something? It's true. None. I know you experienced a lot of backlash. What was that like? Um, I think I, I think like anyone who's different, um, I experienced quite a lot of online trolling. Yeah. Um, it was quite it was quite a shock, I suppose, for me because I surround myself with people that love me. So it was a bit of a shock just to to be at the receiving end of quite hate. I think mm. again, I've got. I have got quite a, a, a rose-tinted view on 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 people and life, and I was like, you know, it was a shock to me that people have so much anger mm. in them, and it, you know, for a time, it definitely impacted me. Um, going on television, you know, every time after that, with all the you know trolling, I'd I'd do an interview for something, and then I would feel physically sick in the taxi on the ride home, mm. like because I wouldn't want to open up my Twitter, you know um so that was a life lesson for me um it's I would say it's only been in the last six months and I say honestly six months because during the first lockdown um I wrote an article about me shielding at my mum's and my mum and my stepdad have quite a nice house in the country but it's not accessible so for me, it was a challenge because all of a sudden, yes, I'm away from London in a safe place, but I can't do anything for myself. Mm. You know, like I couldn't get couldn't go in the bath myself because it wasn't a wet room. I had to be carried up the stairs. You know what I mean? So, so I'd gone from that. But because it was like a, ni- a nice house with a garden, I got quite a lot of abuse for writing about it, you know, and a lot of abuse from disabled people in, in particular. Um, uh, and, and that really, really, that, that really, really got to me. And I was in a very dark place for yeah. for a couple of weeks. And then after that, I just was like, you know what? I know I'm a good person. Mm-hmm. And I know that I've got people's in good intentions and people's, in, you know, like I, I want people to, 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 you know, have a good life. And I'm trying to create that. Yet I've got my own struggles and battles myself. Really? Uh, you know, so I, I, which don't often kind of people, I think, I think people think that when you're an advocate or an or, or, or a activist that, you know, you, particularly when you're disabled, they, they kind of nitpick at what you're not doing. Mm. And then, you know, and then they forget that actually I'm struggling with pain. I'm struggling with my own access mm. issues and struggling with my own prejudice and struggling with my own daily battles. And then also trying to promote and create awareness. Yeah. So I think I, I think I just, I think the word is I just got fed up. Yeah. So about six months ago, when I had these two weeks of breakdown after that real abuse, I just thought, sod it. I'm just, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna, you know, like, I'm just gonna carry on just doing what I'm doing. Um, and I genuinely now and hand on heart I can say it doesn't give me that sick feeling when I read something horrible about myself amazing but it took me it took me years to get to that point you know and I'm sure there might still be in the future if someone says something really really cutting that it will impact me but but honestly now I am much more kind of like whatever (laughs) 
<laughs> it's bound to happen though, isn't it? When someone's doing something great, there are bound to be people out there or trolls oh, out there that have and something to say. It's funny because um, a lot of I say to people it's jealousy, and then a lot of people have like you know again um, yes. don't understand how someone could be jealous of someone who's disabled no, because obviously no one a lot of people want to be disabled. But I'm like, you know, I've got an amazing life, exactly. but you know what I mean. Of course, you should be jealous of me. If you're yeah. gonna be jealous of anyone, I'm gonna be one of them. Oh my god, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes, Sam, exactly. You know, exactly. you can be jealous of disabled people. You can be mm-hmm. jealous of anybody, you know, anything. even if you yeah. even if you think that they are lesser than you, mm. you can still be jealous. Because actually, the only reason that you think they're lesser than you is because you're jealous, because you're yeah. intimidated by them. You're intimidated by their gender or your their race or their wealth or their disability, because they're actually shining a light on what you're not doing. Mm, that is actually you know? so true Sam yeah 100% I 100% agree with you I think what yeah. we need to understand is that everything that's happened in our life is part of our journey you know it's part mm. of our story and I love the fact that you've you've used this to help create change for others I really want to acknowledge you for that right now Sam and just thank you to see that you are a great representation of how you can turn something into something positive and seeing the greatness within and I think you're an amazing individual I know fully well that God chose you to do this and you're doing an incredible job at it Sam and and seriously thank you so much for what you're doing no thank you absolutely and I think this is what I love like you know that's why I I, this is why no no thing is ever off limits with me I don't think because I just think if I'm thinking it or feeling it there's definitely got to be someone else yeah you know what I mean so and I if I've you know I'm blessed to have a platform and I'm blessed to be in the media and be you know being given this kind of uh space to, to to talk so you know I might as well just you know, talk about periods and, and, and austerity and, you know, how, how men are rubbish sometimes with disabled people and have prejudice and, you know what I mean? And, and all sorts of things that I'm just like, I'm sure someone else will really, really benefit from hearing my life, life's experiences. So yeah. So yeah, I do it. I do it for, I do it for women and I do it for all the disabled, deaf and disabled people. Thank you for, you know, having your platform and giving people like me a voice, because even though, you know, you'd be surprised and still not many people would. So, so yeah, so (laughs) you have to give yourself a pat on the back. I hope you're aware that you can manifest the life you desire. Please subscribe, that way we can empower as many people across the globe to live a life full of greatness. Stay true to who you are, keep smiling, keep shining, and most importantly, have a beautiful day. You can manifest the life you desire.